Welcome to the Work Can Be Different podcast, where we're turning work and business as we know it on its head. Christy Daniels. And in this series, we're taking on your most pressing challenges at work and giving you the tools and strategies to create a better experience on the job. In today's episode, episode four, we're talking about powerful conversations and how you can be a better communicator, how you can generate, participate, and promote powerful conversations. The usual leadership development or personal development training on communications and speaking powerfully focuses on the content of what you're saying and the body language. So how you're carrying yourself and the words and the language that's coming out of your mouth. And that's a great place to start. But in today's conversation, we're going to go even deeper because there's an underlying element to your communication. And when you're aware of that element, you can bring intention and more power to your words, to your body language, and to your purpose for communicating. And that underlying element is your sound current. So it's going deeper than just the words. It's going deeper than the body language, the posture. It's about the energy that you're bringing forth, both in intention and both in the moment and how you're communicating. We can look at communication as both a science and an art. The art form is our language and how we craft our conversations and how we want to share what we have on our minds. The science of communication is the universal code behind the language and behind all human communication. And we can think of that in terms of the sound current. So as you're speaking, as you're communicating with another or a group of people, you're putting off a certain frequency and vibration. And that's coming through the words that you speak. It's coming through your posture. It's coming through the energy of how you're standing there or how you're sitting there. It's also coming through the intention and where is the value of this communication coming from? You know, is it heartfelt? Is it part of your integrity or is it coming from some other shallow place? So all of those things together create a frequency, which is ultimately when we get to a very deep layer of understanding how we communicate, it's we're communicating through these wavelengths, through the sound current and the frequency. And today I'm going to give you a number of tools and strategies to be aware of your sound current and how you're carrying yourself and how you're communicating with others. Draw awareness to it and then giving you some tips and tools that you can use to refine that communication and to come from a very strong place and a powerful place, powerful in terms of your truth and what it is that you want to communicate. There are two situations that I want to mention right off the bat 
where we communicate, but we're not really coming from our highest self. And in these situations, it's either we're coming from a place of fear or insecurity. And the first is when we communicate to try and control someone else. So we're either trying to steamroll or to block. And it's not, you know, it's, it's coming from a place of we think we can control another person or another group of people. And it's just a poor place, a weak place to come when you're communicating. We need to think of communication as a flow, a back and forth, a dance. And you've got to have the sensitivity, you've got to have the strength to be able to navigate that dance. The second area and one of the the other blunders we have is when we think we need to speak our mind. So with every blink of an eye, we have a thousand thoughts. If we were to speak every one of those thoughts, it's going to be a nightmare. Anytime you think I've got to speak my mind, take a pause and know, okay, I have a lot going through my mind. Let me use my mind to figure out what my truth is and then let me speak my truth. So we don't ever want to speak the mind because we've got a lot going on in our heads. You want to communicate your truth, and there is a difference. Here are some ways right off the bat that you can strengthen your communication, strengthen your sound current and the energy that's coming across and how you're connecting with another person or group of people. The first is to value your words. If your words are virtuous and you value them, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give to yourself and to the other person. If you don't value your words, you have no value. Your own word is your value as a human being. And this is one of the definitions of integrity. Honor yourself, honor your word as yourself. Value what it is that you're speaking. And that will help you to cut out anything that isn't of value. A second tip is to talk to everyone with reverence. This is revolutionary. Think in your own life, your relationships at work, even your your personal relationships. If you were to approach every conversation with reverence, reverence for the ability to communicate, reverence for the words that you're communicating, reverence for the energy and the dance that you're having with this person or group of people, it would be revolutionary. Say things with reverence and you'll always be happy and graceful. Talk passionately and act compassionately. The only thing that you can do in your life to win the world is to be a kind speaker and a kind listener. If we were to approach every conversation with reverence and to talk in a passionately and compassionately way, we would change the world. Another angle to get at the passion, the compassion, and the reverence is to view every communication as an act of service. How can I best serve this person or group of people in front of me? What is it that I can deliver? How can I be of value? And this is a great strategy for anyone in customer service, anyone who's communicating and working with clients or customers throughout the day. If you set this intention for yourself at the beginning of the day, your conversations are drastically going to change. You're going to be a much more powerful communicator. 
Your communication should always have a purpose. Before speaking, know why you're talking. Know what you're communicating, what you're communicating for, who you're communicating to, and know what you want from this communication. So it's the intention of what is your purpose for communicating. So let's get to how you strengthen your sound current and how you can use the physical body to be a stronger communicator. The first is to always speak from the navel, your third chakra, your seat of power. When you come energetically from the navel point, it allows you to come across in a way that will connect with your audience. If you speak from your head or you speak from the throat, energetically, you're not going to connect. There is a PowerPoint at your navel center, and it this is an awareness, it's an intention, and it's a very subtle way of communicating. So you've got to go deep here. Speaking from your navel, have the energy come from your navel and you will better be able to connect with your audience. Have eye contact. Always look people in the eye. If you're looking all over the room, you're distracted and you're wasting energy. When you're trying to connect with another person or an audience, it's through eye contact, one of the most powerful ways to connect. And notice if you are, if you do tend to look around or you do get distracted and your eyes wander, that could be a sign that your nervous system just isn't strong enough. You don't have the strength to be completely present for the person you're speaking with. You get distracted, you're nervous, you're you know, whatever the situation is, when you're strong enough, when the nervous system is strong enough, you can take the deep breath, you can connect with a person through eye contact, and you can hold the space. Eye contact also allows you to be completely present. When you're looking someone in the eye, use the intention that you want to understand, you want to hear what they're saying, versus trying to think of the next thing that you're going to say. Another powerful way to strengthen your nervous system is through conscious use of the breath. Be aware of your breathing. The first thing is to lengthen and strengthen your breath. So for most of us, we're breathing throughout the day in a very shallow manner. Shallow breath is shallow existence. Learn how to breathe deep and use your breath. Use the intelligence of the breath. And there's a great tip for any time you're in a conversation where maybe it's a sales conversation or you're trying to demonstrate your value, bring your breaths, four breaths per minute. So seven and a half seconds for each inhale and exhale. And you can test that out now. You know, just draw awareness to when you're breathing, how, what is the length of your inhales and what is the length of your exhales? And then just consciously try to lengthen both of those. There's also power in the pause. So if you're in the middle of a challenging conversation, there's findings in neuroscience that teach us it will absolutely help you to slow down. Create a space between you and the other person. 
create a space between what you just said and what you're about to listen to from the other person. Create a space between your thoughts. When you pause, take a breath, wait a couple of seconds, and then respond. Again, there is intelligence through your breath. Be aware of it and learn how to connect to it. Here's a quick exercise that you can do every single day to strengthen your nervous system. It's called breath of fire. And this comes from the yogic tradition of kundalini yoga. And the breath itself is to really promote your own or establish your own rhythm. So your body has its own biorhythms. And when we come into situations, especially at work, our own rhythm gets thrown off and we respond, react to the environment that we're in. This is a great exercise where you get to set your own rhythm. And if you were to do this every single morning for three minutes, it's a powerful exercise that puts you back in the driver's seat. You can walk into any situation with your own rhythm. So breath of fire, it's simply breathing in and out through the nose at a rapid pace, and your inhales are the same length as your exhale. So it sounds like this. And you can take it at your own pace. You can go slower. You can go faster, but you want to work up to three minutes of that breath. Three minutes and you will change your electromagnetic field. You will start to establish your own rhythm, a very powerful exercise. As you're breathing, focus in on the nostrils, even inhale, even exhale. Your navel will start to pump. It'll just pump naturally. You don't want to force the navel point. Just focus on the nose and let the belly do what the belly needs to do. A powerful exercise called breath of fire. And lastly, I do want to talk about the language. And as you set the intention to listen to your sound current and how you move and how you participate in conversations, you can look towards some of these key words where you might be losing energy and you might be communicating from a very weak place. So first off, especially this is geared towards women, when we're too nice we apologize too much, we need to over-explain, or we minimize ourselves. So anytime we are using condescending, insulting, or self-deprecating language, there's also a tone that comes with it. So this isn't so much as policing the words that you're using, but just draw attention, because these words might help you get to that weak sound current and the weak place where you're communicating. So these types of phrases and words, uh, some examples include, well, I would just like to say, you know, the word just, you know, just checking in, just, just had a question for you. You're minimizing your request and it's making you sound intimidated. So one of the first things you want to do is where can you speak more powerfully and eliminate the word just. Another area 
where especially women fall into this trap is, uh, you know, I might not know everything or I'm not the expert, but uh, feel free to jump in. You know, we say that as a pleasantry, but what we're really saying is we're not quite sure of what we're about to communicate. So feel free to correct us. Again, not beating ourselves up, not over-policing our language, but draw attention to where might you be doing this and just eliminate it. You don't have to say these things. Learn to communicate powerfully and concisely. Other trigger words are where we are doubtful. We need to replace the doubt with certainty. So anywhere we're saying, I think, or I believe, or I feel, there are stronger options that we can use. You know, I'm confident, I'm convinced, I expect that. Catch yourself where you're using words that uh, you're coming across in a very doubtful way. Replace doubt with certainty. Other trigger words are hopefully, actually, kind of, or sort of. Uh, Saying I'm sorry, as women, we do this a lot. You don't have to say you're sorry. No, sorry, I can't do the meeting on Monday. Does Tuesday work? There's no reason to be sorry about that. It's just, I can't do Monday. Let's try Tuesday. Eliminate the word sorry from your language. Anywhere you're whining or complaining is a complete waste of energy. The same amount of energy it takes to complain, you could be giving a compliment. Compliment to yourself, compliment to another person. Complaints bring misery. Compliments bring strength. Commit to being direct and don't hedge, in my opinion, or the way I see it. Or I may be wrong, but just catch yourself where you might be hedging your security, your intelligence, your value. Don't hedge, commit, and be direct. Another commitment to strong communication and being a strong communicator is to eliminate gossip from your life whether you're participating in it, whether you're listening to it, whether you're initiating it. It's just a powerful practice to eliminate it completely. Gossip destroys. Gossip tears down. Whether it's tearing down an idea, tearing down a person, it is a complete waste of energy. You can be more powerful when you eliminate gossip and commit to communicate in a way that moves issues forward, moves ideas forward, builds people. You want to build, you want to progress, you want to move forward. You don't want to be wasting your time and your conversations tearing other people, ideas, and situations down. It's not the right way to go. And to summarize today's conversation, how you can be a stronger, more effective, more powerful communicator. Pay attention to your sound current and how you are moving through your conversations, how you're initiating conversations, how you're participating, how are you listening. Use the intention that you're going to come from a place of reverence and a place of compassion and hold the space for this dance called communication. Speak with reverence, speak to connect and flow with another and with your audiences. Strengthen your nervous system and strengthen your relationship to your breath. It's where your innate intelligence lies. When you have command of your breath, you will absolutely be a more powerful communicator. Use our breath of fire exercise. You can do it for three minutes every day. It will completely shift who you are and how you show up as a communicator. 
focus and put the intention on communicating as powerfully, directly, concisely, and effectively as you can. And lastly, speak to move forward, to build, not to tear down. Eliminate gossip from your conversations. And finally, what's one small step you can take today to be a powerful communicator? I'm Christy Daniels, and this is the Work Can Be Different podcast. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next time. Today's music is brought to you by rama-records.com. Thank you.